Welcome to Take This Poem Podcast, where we explore the rich, wild things that good poems can do in the everyday lives of ordinary folks. I'm your host, Mary Guidis. Whether you're a longtime poetry lover like I am, or just barely interested, I invite you to take this poem. I hope it amends the soil of your life. Hello. Today I have my son Luke here with me in the poetry closet. He wrote a poem last year for his sixth grade class, and I really liked it. And not only did I like it, of course I did, I'm his mom, but it's actually stuck with me. And I wanted to bring him in here today to read the poem and to talk a little bit about the experience of writing it. So, hi Luke, thanks for being here. Hi. How about this? How about you read your poem? Maybe I'll ask you a couple questions about it and then I'll read it again at the end. Does that sound good? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's your poem called? The Toll of Time. All right, go ahead. Entangling in the thick wood, the fog like freezing fire, reaching, slowly reaching, entangles. And on a small branch, the beak of a dove, slowly asking who, how, how the earth, how the sky, and how time and all its tolls. The toll of time, mystic and huge limits, the force that swiftly strips trees, makes tall mountains and deep ravines, makes life, takes life, God's tool to deftly shape, to mold, to quickly make. And all the force, why? That is the question. Seconds old, minutes old, hours old, days, weeks, years, millennia, all in the space of the universe. Thank you. I actually really like that, and to me it reminds me of several other poets that I really love. Do you know William Blake and the Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright? Some of this reminds me of that, how the earth, how the sky, the questions. It reminds me a little of Hopkins. Basically, it reminds me of a few of my very favorite poets, so congratulations. <laughs> um, why did you write this poem? Um, partly for school and... Partly because I had written a couple other poems a lot like it recently, and it kind of fit with what I was in the mood to write at the time. So I always wonder this with people who write poems. I always wonder how a poem started. Like, what was the very beginning? Was it a sentence or an idea itself? Like, I want to write about time, and then you did? Or was it an image in your mind, like a picture? So do you remember with this what came first? Um, the first thing was actually the first three lines um, in the poem, entangling in the thick wood, the fog like freezing fire, reaching, slowly reaching, entangles. I wrote that at first because um, the day I started writing it, out the window of our classroom, there's a forest. And that day it was like really covered in fog and you could see the fog moving and all its like arms grabbing the trees and stuff and it was really cool. So I started writing about that and then I just kept writing. Oh, so it was a real thing you saw in nature. It's amazing how I think if we really spend time in nature and pay attention, we could almost always get a poem, huh? Mm -hmm. Just from the beauty of nature itself. Um, did you write this all in one sitting? And I'm wondering also if you rev revised it a lot or if it's pretty much how it came out. Right um, I revised it a lot and I did it in probably, I think, four drafts. Three of them were in school and the last one was after 
I turned the project in and got it back. I decided I liked the poem a lot, and so I made a couple more edits to it after I didn't have to follow like the guidelines for the project. So some you edited based on what your teacher and classmate said, but then after that for yourself, you changed. Yeah. So with those last changes that weren't based on someone else, what were you going for? What did you want to make better? Um, I wanted all of the like special parts of speech not to be too obvious, and there mm. were a couple of them that kind of didn't sound right, but mm. I ha- kind of had to put there. Can you give so, me an example of one um, that you toned down? One that I toned down. I think the and how time and all its tolls, it was something like and how time and all its tolls and something else, Mm -hmm. I can't remember. So there were a bunch of ands in a row that didn't sound quite right, but we were supposed to do for school. Oh, I see. So you pared that back down to one, so it sounded better to you. Um, what is your favorite line in this poem? Um, probably the first one, in entangling in the thick wood, the fog like freezing fire, reaching, slowly reaching in tingles. Okay, so what you started with is your favorite. Yeah. I think that's off in the way. Um, do you think of yourself as someone who likes poetry in general? I like poetry in general. I like writing it a lot more than I like reading it. Mm -hmm. I enjoy reading it, but I won't like go and find a poetry book and sit down with it just to read the poems. So... (gasps) So horrible. Sometimes I'll read them <laughs> so that I can write my poems to like see what the other poets do. Yeah. But. Well, let me know if you ever want to borrow any of my poetry books. Um, who are some of your some poets or poems that you can think of though that you've enjoyed in the past? Um, I really like Robert Robert Frost mm-hmm. and E. E. Cummings. Um, mm-hmm. can't really think of any others that I like are at the top of my head so those two are probably my favorite yeah those are really good ones okay well thank you so much for being here you're welcome i'm gonna read it one more time as the end of this episode okay the toll of time by luke guidis entangling in the thick wood the fog like freezing fire reaching slowly reaching entangles And on a small branch, the beak of a dove, slowly asking, who, how? How the earth, how the sky, and how time and all its tolls. The toll of time mystic and hugely immense. The force that swiftly strips trees, makes tall mountains and deep ravines, makes life, takes life, God's tool to deftly shape, to mold, to quickly make. And all the force, why? That is the question, seconds old, minutes old, hours, days, weeks, years, millennia, all in the space of a universe. Part of my vision for Take This Poem was to have it be interactive. I imagined it as a virtual bonfire poetry reading where friends, family, local poets, and you can come together to warm our hands on some poetry. So what would that look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. You could send me a voice recording of you reading a poem to be included in a mailbag poetry reading. Commenting on the poem is welcome, but optional. Don't be shy. It's the only voice you got, 
What better use for it do you have than reading beautiful words out loud? Also, you could request a poem that you'd like to hear me read and ponder on the show. Or tell me what you've been thinking about these days, and I could play literary matchmaker and choose a poem for you. And by the way, I am aware that I have a small but loyal following of youngsters out there, and these invitations are all open to them as well. Send any of these or other ideas you have to take this poem podcast at gmail.com and join me in sharing good poems with this little community. I hope to hear from you soon.